This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Something that I wanted to try and get some understanding on because it, I don't, I don't, I don't understand it, and I'm trying to figure it out. But um, so usually, uh, my wife and I head out for grocery Sundays. That's what we do, uh, and most Sundays, not all of them, but most of them, Trish wants a coffee on the way. Yesterday she did pumpkin spice latte, of course. Um, so yesterday afternoon, I take my daughter out to get guitar strings. She wants to go buy Starbucks to get a pumpkin spice latte. Then I see on the internet that Ed Sheeran, uh, who's one of the biggest pop stars on the planet these days, um, he pulled a shift in a Starbucks this weekend to promote his new album and to serve up some pumpkin spice. It's, it's ridiculous how popular these pumpkin spice lattes. And, and you know what? It's not just the lattes. Everything is pumpkin spice now. It, it's, uh, we were talking about it last week. I was playing truth or fall, uh, true or false with, uh, Sarah and Kendall in terms, can you actually get this product in pumpkin flavor? And there's like, there's Pringles, there's hummus, there's a million different, every, everything's pumpkin spice. I, I don't know why. I don't know what it is. What is the deal with pumpkin spice? Let's find out. We're going to chat with Catherine Franson, a PhD in neurobiology and, uh, the Science Museum of Virginia's life scientist. Doctor, thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate your time today. Hi, Shay. Nice to meet you. Um, let's just start pumpkin spice. When we're talking about this, Starbucks didn't invent pumpkin spice, right? I mean, it's been around forever, this stuff. Yeah, it has. Um, McCormick has been packaging pumpkin spice. Um, it's a, it's a combination of spices that are commonly used in certain kinds of baked goods. And, um, so those have, those have been used for, for hundreds of years. It's not, it's not thousands of years. And then, you know, and then, like I said, McCormick's been, been packaging it as a, as a, as a group of spices. Um, that's cinnamon, nutmeg, cloves, ginger, and allspice is usually what the blend is. Um, and that's been, been around for a long time. So then, you know, you start thinking about what do I want to spice something with? Maybe I'll throw some pumpkin spice into it. <laughs> so, I mean, did Starbucks change it, tweak it? Is it the same? Like, why has it suddenly become what it's become? Oh, that's such a good question. I think you and I could chat for hours about why, you know, there, there, there's a lot there to it. But um, what pumpkin, what, what Starbucks did with pumpkin spice is that they were able to, to latch on to this flavor that was kind of, um, it was not really in the mainstream. It was, no. it was sort of a, sort of a hidden one and, and it brought it out into popularity. You know, it took that shy wallflower out into, into the spotlight. And it worked. I mean, it's crazy because like you say, they started it, but I think, and, and have succeeded every year since and will do very well this year with their pumpkin spice lattes, but it's in beer, uh, potato. I mean, you name it. Everything comes pumpkin spice now. So everybody's jumped onto the bandwagon at this point. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And there's there's a few different reasons for that. Okay, what are I they? Mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um so one of the reasons is that um that combination of spices that I, that I talked about, that's um it's associated with a lot of our fall 
holidays and flavors. It's something that, I mean, that, that combination of spices was used for, you know, pumpkin pie or um, different kinds of baked goods and things like that. So it's this nostalgic flavor that's really specifically associated with fall. And fall is this time of feast, family, fun. There's just, there's a high density of holidays and, and connection. There's this like kind of n- nostalgia, this memory uh, moment. And smell and flavor really trigger our memory centers of our brain, our limbic system, far more than any any other sense. So 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 we're able to tap into that. So the nostalgia is one piece of it. Yeah. Um, another piece um, is that it's delicious. <laughs> um, <laughs> we so those those spices in combination they they remind us um, that we're getting ready to get this super high calorie latte or pie or something else. So there's sugar and fat and our brain learns that association and we have this, our reward pathways um, are triggering the release of of, uh, dopamine and other rewarding neurochemicals and saying, yay, I just smelled pumpkin spice. I'm about to get sugar and fat infused into my body and I love it. It's so good. You're right. And and going back to the thing you mentioned about nostalgia around fall, fall's really having a moment, right? I mean, you talk about those things. There is really a connection. People, Halloween is a big part of it. I think people get absolutely jacked about Halloween these days, but fall has, it, it's kind of cool right now. People are really into fall. Well, it is, and I like how you said that, that fall is having a moment, and it absolutely is. So for, and and it and it is cool, and I will I will play on your words there and say that it's actually the time of year that is most ideal for our human body temperatures. So we um we humans adjust really really well when the yeah. body when the when the outside temperature is it's it's a bit cooler than our body temperature of course and we want to put on a, a sweater or something like that and feel cozy but we don't want to like have to bundle up so much you know as we do in winter um so it's actually a it's a perfect kind of time of year for our physiology and we enjoy that comfort of Something warm that we can wrap our hands around, that pumpkin spice latte. Like yes. it's it's a multi sensory experience. It's not just the drink or the fat, it's the it's the whole being wrapped in warmth and coziness and security. So it's almost, it's almost like a gateway to that that feeling that we associate with fall. And and I guess you don't have to look too hard. I mean, a month or two later we'll be talking about Christmas and you know, I mean eggnog, candy canes, the list goes on of of foods that sort of inspire the same sort of feeling around Christmas, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's, and really, um, if you look back at sort of the, the history, uh, Starbucks was able to, they started out with a couple of um, specialty Christmas flavored drinks, um, some of, you know, some coffees and lattes and things that had some of those, um, those kinds of flavors. And then they said, well, gee, I wonder what would happen if we threw some flavors out there that were associated with fall and uh, tried that. And, and it was just, it was really this amazing experience that uh, experiment that, that resonated so well with all of us. Yeah. And boy, is it ever, it's not going away, right? I mean, get used to this because it's worked so well. 
Well, absolutely. And this is where we get to tap in a little bit and better understand the field of neuromarketing, where we can look at what's going on in the brain and how is how are things being marketed to us and to our brain in such a way that we just can't resist them. That, you know, like your your wife or daughter, you know, that it's like, oh, it's, it's you know, if we're going out, we better stop by oh, yeah. the So part of that is the limited addition. There's the, it's the, you know, like you mentioned Ed Sheeran doing his shift over the weekend and, um, which I hadn't heard about. I was, uh, that's interesting. Um, but I, I, but, but it's, it totally jives. There's all of these wonderful marketing ploys and that FOMO, that fear of missing out, uh, when something is only available for a limited time or when everybody's kind of jumping on the bandwagon at the same time, then we're, we're excited for it. And we want to be a part of that experience and to, and, and to, to experience it with others. And, and you mentioned the Ed Sheeran thing and, and, and we're talking about how it's all about fall and celebrating fall and being part of fall. It was, he wasn't there out of the kindness of his heart because he wanted to pull a shift at Starbucks. He did it as part of a promotional campaign for his new album, which is called Autumn Variations. So he was there taking part in the arrival of Autumn at Starbucks to announce the arrival of his album called Autumn Variations. So it's just like you said, doctor, it's all about autumn. It's all about the fall. Yeah, yeah, it is. And I think it's uh interesting that uh we're still we're still still not in fall yet. So meteorological definition first and and our astronomical definition is gonna be uh September twenty first, so we're not even to fall yet and we're celebrating fall a little early. We are. We're sort of I remember, I don't know, it seems like we used to have a lot of end of summer celebrations, big summer blowouts, you know, kind of end of summer. And it, it doesn't seem like it happens. Everybody's so so eager to rush in the season of fall that we're getting that. Yeah, we okay. do. Like you said, fall's having a moment. It is. It, is. it most definitely is. Uh, Dr. Franson, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate you being here.